Welcome. This is David Barris, president of the American Association of Bank Directors, host of ABD's Calling All Bank Directors podcast. Today we have as our guest, Dub Sutherland, to discuss whether your bank should consider challenger systems to the old guard core systems, and if so, how. This is part one to two discussions with Dub. Dub is a banking and corporate attorney and former community bank CEO. He's a partner at the law firm of Kennedy Sutherland. As an advisor to community banks, he guides his clients in the implementation of new business models and identification of new technologies in order to maintain relevancy in a rapidly changing environment. Please let me know if you have any follow-up questions by contacting me at dbarris at aabd.org. All right, let's call Dub. Welcome to uh, Calling All Bank Directors. Well, thank you. Glad to be here. Why should banks even entertain uh, challenger cores? I realize that many, many banks, most perhaps, are using the core providers, the four or five leading ones. But uh, should they entertain uh, uh, challenger cores? They absolutely should. And the main reason for banks is if they're going to create competitive advantage, find a way, whether it's competing with larger banks or just adapting their business model rapidly enough to keep up with the, the changing fintech landscape, they have to have better technology. And when you have these, the, the oligopoly, as it were, of cores, and those are written on code like Cobalt, which most of them at their essence are, even if the front end is a, is a different um, a more modern code and, and a friendlier code. When you have that, you're, you're just going to continuously run into limitations. And a lot of what has happened that kind of bears that out is the oligopoly go and acquire, but don't integrate well. They'll acquire some, you know, fintech or a better online banking or mobile banking platform, but don't integrate it all that well. And you have issues. Um, or it's not really integrated at all, and that's a custom implementation project. And what you're seeing with these challenger cores and the new ones is they were able to just build from scratch. So they have newer technology. They're open systems, meaning that they're built to talk to other systems, which is not the way that the standard cores were built um, at that time. That wasn't, you know, it wasn't even a consideration. And so now if you're going to use APIs, um, application program interfaces to, to go out and connect with a plaid so I can gather more customer data um, or connect to a new system that that's coming online that you know I don't know what it is whether you're you have a specialty and you're trying to grab a data set as a bank um, or you're just trying to connect to tools like personal financial management tools for your for your customers and give them better insights you need an open system and that's that's what these challenger cores are built to be so um... I think you may have answered uh, my question, my next question, but you can amplify on it. Uh, can these challenger cores compete effectively with the old guard? Yes, I I think they're the the technology that they're replicating to match the old guard cores um, is absolutely there, and then. Yeah, the, the open application interface is the, then the more powerful punch that they can deliver. But um, the system of record tracking, the ins and outs, the deposits, the, the connection to the Fed, um, the loan bookings, that's all technology that you know these databases are, are more than capable of handling. 
So how would how would you suggest the banks uh, go about a selection process comparing uh, the old guard versus the challenger cores? This is a really hard part, and I, I was thinking about it in preparation for this. You know, how would I advise a board of directors to help their management team, and how would I advise a management team to go out and do it? And I think um, the biggest piece of advice that I have here is you need to set yourself up for a pretty lengthy process. You need to be prepared, I think, 18 to 24 months before it's time to make a decision, a go, no-go on your existing core, you've got to start that homework. And, and I think it's critical because what banking has become is a technology business. And that's that's nothing new. That's That's been, you know, years and years now that it's been that way. But because this decision is going to set you up for likely the next seven to ten years, depending on the length of contract that you sign, you have to get this right, maybe more than just about anything else. And now I would normally say that, you know, people are the most important component of, of any bank. And I still do believe that's true. You're in a commoditized business. Um, so you've got, you've got to have people who can do the right things. But what I think has changed is that organizational chart at the bank probably needs to look different and you need to have the right people. So do you have the right technology advisor in your shop already or do you need to go find them? And do you need to go bring it, you know, does the board of directors need to, to make sure that the management team is actually looking at the full landscape? And so that's probably one of the, the big takeaways is I do think the board has an obligation to make sure that management is tasked with going out and taking a broader look because not that, you know, bank management would do this, but it's a lot easier to stay on your existing core than it is to go through a conversion. And you hear it, you hear it time and time again from management teams that go through a conversion. I'm never doing another one of those again in my career. And so I think it's absolutely critical that you get everyone aligned. Yeah, this is part of our day job is going to be selecting a new core now. You know, there's going to be stuff we're doing every week or, or every other week that's going to set us up to make the right decision and then go take a much broader look. And that's not to say you, you should, shouldn't go look at the old guard cores with newer systems. You should but you absolutely need to make sure you have some of the challenger cores coming in there and you're doing the best you can to look apples to apples. And to jump ahead to what that's going to cause, though, is you may find a challenger core that has a lot of features and functionality that makes sense, but there are certain areas that they haven't developed out that you need. You may have a niche, whether it's, you know, factoring or expanded treasury management. And so then they're, they're likely to tell you who they are but there's probably partners that they work with that have those tools, another company, another technology company, and you're going to need to look at that and, you know, calculate that in as a part of the, the whole package that you would need to take on to replace your current core. That leads us into the next question, which can these challenger cores be combined? And then the other question is, can can you use a um, an old guard core and then add on to services through uh, one of the one or more of the uh, challenger cores and is that difficult what, what's involved there so yes to both of those you can have i mean the cores any of them even even the old guard they're they're going to work with new systems but if you were to go with a challenger core again some have uh, will be more comprehensive but a number of them are, are have limited 
um, sets of functionality. So you actually may still be using a payment system from a Fiserv or an FIS, as an example, you know, because they have great payment access because they've, they've been around a while. They've acquired so many companies in that space. They're, you know, global payments leaders. So you're going to work with your new Challenger Core if that's who you selected. And yes, you're absolutely going to end up with other services. And it's probably likely to be more of those in that situation. But with the old Guard Core, and this is probably a good starting point too, even if your core contract isn't up for renewal, look, if you don't have competitive, you know, mobile banking, if your app isn't great, um, you know, for, for smartphones, if your if your online banking isn't great, then you probably should go ahead and start taking a look at others, um, other systems, and bringing those in sooner rather than later. Even though it may duplicate some expense, reason being the loss of customers um, from that to me would be a longer would be a a bigger threat in the long term than some added technology expense potentially right now. But you can absolutely stay with an old guard core look at the product sets and features, you know, and so that when you do those contracts, they come with, you know, schedule after schedule after schedule and addendums. And in those, you may need to pull them out and go, hey, when we renew, we're not using your mobile anymore. We're not using online or we're not going to use that payment system. We're doing this. Or you better negotiate at that time those integrations that you might need to a new, you know, new and better treasury management system. Um, because the the downside to doing it that way is, a lot of times there's a development cost. Now, I hope the market is shifting where the, the old guard cores can't get away with um, the charges that they did in the past for integrating with some of these fintech. Because, again, that goes to the, um, the open architecture. Like it's, it's not the bank's fault that they were built, that these old guard cores were built in a way that can't work well with other systems while these new ones can. But if for some reason you can't really move off of the, that old guard core, then you need to try to negotiate um, the cost down on integrations from those to other systems that you might use. But I very much look at it as a, a hub and spoke model. You have a core that is that single that, that single source of truth that knows what your customers have from a loan balance standpoint, applied payments, deposit account standpoint. And then off of that are the spokes for the ways that you need to go out and reach out to your customers and deliver solutions to them. And those spokes can can all be different systems. They definitely don't need to be one. Who are some of the challenger cores? We're not asking you to recommend one or the other, but just get a sense of the landscape of of um, alternatives to the old right. guard. Yeah. So exactly. None none of these none of these constitute um, recommendations. Um, but to to know who's out there, there I would say one is Nimbus, one is Mambu, another is Finzact. Um, I heard recently from a very interesting group um, that, that we're working with that there's a, a core that's in a number of banks internationally, but not, well, sorry, and it's with one domestically as well. That's called Technosis. And so I think all, you know, those four just as examples are all pretty exciting alternatives to what's out there. And again, or if any bank is doing its proper due diligence and looking for an for a new core, not even an alternative, just in looking at cores and reevaluating um, I, I think all four of those should probably be in your search. Well, Doug, thank you uh, for joining us today. And in our next uh, podcast episode with you, we'll be asking you to address how a bank may negotiate core contracts. 
So thank you again for uh, joining us today. Thanks for having me, David. Appreciate it.